You're listening to Altria University, a podcast for self-taught creative entrepreneurs, hosted by Brianda of Quirktastic and Joshua of The Creative Gentleman. Hey everyone. Wow. It has been a long time since we've done a podcast episode. And I'm saying we, but today's podcast episode is going to be a solo one um, just because, you know, life gets in the way and Josh and I have not been able to meet up, but I did want to come on here because I was looking online. I was like, wow, it has been two months and people are probably like, are they still out here? (laughs) But we're still out here and we're still making it through. But um, I did just want to come on and give you guys a few updates for those that have been thankfully DMing us. I was really happy to see that a lot of people have been asking like where we've been, um, if there's another episode that was going to come out, what was happening with the status of Outdoor University. And when Josh and I first decided to come up with Outdoor University, we did say that we were going to do it kind of like the school year semester. So like this would technically be our uh, summer break But we kind of let out early and didn't really tell you guys like, oh, hey, so we're going to go on a little break. But um, I did want to just come on and kind of just let you guys know what's been going on with my life. Um, It's been a moment, but I'm going to do an out your moment of the week or I guess an out your moment of like the last two months. (laughs) Um, So it has been. How long has it been? It's been a month more than a month has it been two months it's been a month since I quit my full-time job and I am (laughs) like wow I have always wanted to say that um I know that you guys probably remember an episode that I did with Josh about the difference between working um for someone else versus being self-employed and um, I did tell the the benefits of working um, for someone else, but I just reached a point where it was like, this doesn't make sense for me particular. So I quit my job. I put in my notice at the end of April. I think it's like April 23rd, exactly. And then my last day was on May 10th. And life has definitely been crazy so yeah that's my out your moment I guess of life I can't even say for like the week like that in itself is just an out your moment of life so wow (laughs) but um, I did just want to come on I guess and tell you guys what life has been like since I quit my job I know that's the goal for a lot of people and I know a lot of people are hesitant about quitting their job or working for someone else, especially when they are very entrepreneurial-minded. So if I could be of any service to anybody, I definitely want to do that. So I'm going to just tell you guys what life has been like since then. So um, I'm going to see, where should I start? <laughs> where do you start when you've quit your job? Um, so I have been asked from people if I regret uh, quitting my job, and the answer is no. And I feel like the answer will always be no. And I say that just because I was not happy at my job. Um, For those who don't know, I did work as a cytogenetic technologist at a lab. So for about 
10 to 12 hours per day. I was working in a lab or behind a microscope some days for 10 hours, just sitting behind a microscope trying to find abnormalities in chromosomes. And the reason that that was my job is because originally I did want to attend medical school. And the goal was just to do something that was somewhat medically related. But in between that time of me trying to find a medical job and waiting to apply to medical school, I started what was first a blog called Quirky Brown Love. And now um, it's grown over the past three years into Quirktastic, which is a media outlet and lifestyle brand for quirky alternative people of color. And I thankfully have uh, some contract staff now, not paying anybody's full time, not even my own, but (laughs) I do have contract staff. So um, it has grown quite a bit. But um, oh, and I guess I could say my other, I guess, accomplishment, not really an outro moment, but kind of because like you kind of have to put yourself out there to like apply for what I did. But I've been accepted into the Digital Undivided big incubator program so I am in the process now of trying to find a place in Atlanta so side note if you guys have any help with that help us out because (laughs) I don't know where to live um and traffic is a beast like going anywhere into downtown which is where I'm at all the time is such a struggle and like I kind of fear for my life but anyways that's getting beyond the point (laughs) but um but yeah so told you guys about the job that I like or that I had um I didn't really like it and there were just like so many signs of like Brie you should not be here it wasn't even the fact that like like I'm not a spoiled person like I've been working ever since I was 14 years old not the only place that would hire me Chick-fil-a and then I've had jobs um literally every year except for my freshman year of college but I've I've worked my whole life basically and so I'm not a stranger to hard work I think this job just, I don't know, I kind of felt like once I made the decision that I didn't want to attend medical school or do anything medically related, at least not at this point in my life, um, I kind of felt like I was wasting my time. And of course, it was great to have um, stable money. The job wasn't a hard job per se, like uh, behind the microscope trying to find these small abnormalities in chromosomes was a bit challenging, but... Um, overall, the job wasn't difficult. It was just little things that added up to big things that just made me not want to be there. And then also the fact that Quirktastic was blowing up before my eyes. Um, I was just honestly turning into not the best employee. Like, I felt like I was doing the job that I was working for a disservice by being there because I wasn't interested and I was, um always trying to like take time off so I could travel to do these speaking engagements that I was doing or like I'd be at work and my mind wouldn't really be there Um, which is not good when you're trying to (laughs) do stuff for patients and so I, I just felt like I was doing a disservice and then also just the environment that I worked in like imagine all of those people from school that were like super gunners super like answer all the questions in class and like reminded the teacher that there was homework imagine all those people in the same room working together (laughs) that was my life and I as like I'd say I'm an an intelligent person but I have I, I have like a type a type b personality like I'm not super strict like I'm more 
go with the flow. This is your life. You should enjoy life as it is. Um, it's like the human experience. I'm more of that type of person as opposed to a, it needs to be done this way and no other way. And I just couldn't really deal with just that every single day, like every single day, (laughs) not going to talk crap about any of my, um, anyone that I worked with, um, definitely not by name, but then also there were some people there that kind of tried to sabotage me a little bit. I think that was when I was like, okay, like, I'm not supposed to be here because it's not even like these people don't like me. It was just, I don't know. It kind of just seemed a little unnecessary to try to sabotage. Um, I won't go into too much. This is kind of going on a tangent. But basically, um, people were just not being the nicest as well as, um, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm not going to go into it. But if you ever want to know, you can definitely just message me and I'll be happy to tell you all of the crap that I went through. (laughs) But um, I'll tell you when I decided to quit. Because for a while, because of the sabotaging that was going on, as well as the fact that I just really wasn't happy at the job, I'd go into work and it just was depressing. Like, literally because I worked I worked four days a week but I worked those um I worked like 10 to 12 hours sometimes 13 hours a day for those four days so it's like those three days that I had off weren't really days off because I had to focus them all on quirktastic or life stuff like cleaning my bathroom (laughs) you know so um even with that schedule in itself because I'd be working in the middle of the day I worked second shift So literally, like, those days, I could not do anything else. Like, I would wake up early in the morning, as early as I could, after going, um, getting to sleep, or getting home around, like, 1 a.m. So I'd go home, and then I would just, you know, sleep, wake up, make breakfast, try to go on a walk, do, like, answer a few emails from you guys, and then go to work. And that was my life for a while, other than the three days that I had away from that job. So, I don't know, I was worn down, I was tired, <laughs> and just going to work just seemed like such a chore, like, literally, because I'd start my week off at work on Wednesdays, and by Tuesday, I was already depressed at just the thought that I had to go into work that next day, and that's not a way to live. Like, I know sometimes you have to just grind through it, But, um, I just felt like, I mean, I'm 24, about to be 25 next month, and I just didn't, and I have, I have Quirktastic, and I just, I don't know, it just didn't make sense for me to still be doing this. And then, also, it was just the fact that I saw all these other people that were able to do what they loved somehow, and I was like, how are they able to do this like even when I had Quirktastic Weekend if you guys remember where I flew out all of these uh, entrepreneurs from like people that I had become friends with through the internet or people that I highly regarded I flew them out to Durham and did like a video podcast series with them and just like hearing all of their stories and just seeing like what they they'd gone through and what they're able to do now I'm just like wow like you were able to quit your job like what? Like, you're you're just doing this all by yourself? Like, what? Like, it just seemed, I don't know. I was just like, how are they able to do this? And I'm over here and can't figure it out. And a lot of them, like, I just asked them, like, what was it like when they quit? And they said that they just quit. 
Um, some of them had savings. Some of them didn't have savings. Some of them had supportive family members with them that they could like lean on. Some of them didn't. Like the stories varied. There wasn't a, like a secret or like a formula to where it's like, okay, these conditions have to be right in order for you to quit your job. And I I prayed about it because I am um I am a spiritual person. So I prayed about it and I just felt like I kept getting all of these signs. It was like, okay, like I keep hearing podcasts from people that are just taking this leap, even though I know that is on trend right now, but I kept hearing it. And then even when I wasn't expecting to hear things, like people would ask me like how I liked my job and like if I was happy there. And after a while, I just, I don't know, I just got tired of lying, but I didn't quit until I talked to my mom, <laughs> and this is an important part of the story because anyone who knows my mom, like, she's very, like, she's a very supportive person, has always been my number one fan after it's been tested. Like, she, she's, she's the type, and which, like, every mother should be. She's going to challenge you. She's going to be like, um, why do you want to do this? Um, no, you should be focusing on something else. But then once you stay guarded and, like, this is what I want to do, then she's like, okay, well, then how are we going to get it done? So, but for my job, like, this was, like, th the job for me. Like, it, I don't know, it sounds sexy to be like, my daughter's a cytogenetic technologist. Yes, you don't even know what that is. <laughs> but, um, so, during my lunch break one day, it was a day, it was April 21st. April 21st, I'll never forget the day because I was in the lab listening to... The Strangest Secret by Ernest, Ernest Hemingway. I think that's his last name. Yeah, this, The Strangest Secret. It was just like a recording. And basically the recording was just like, you are what you think about all day long. And just talking about um, how why some people are successful and why some people are not. And it just, I don't know. I listened to that several times that day just because I wanted to do kind of like a mind over matter. And I, by the end of that shift, or no, midway through the shift, I was like, I really can't do this anymore. I'm coming to work, sitting in my car, depressed because I don't want to be here. Um, I have all these things going on with Quirktastic, and it's going really well. I have people that are depending on me to do stuff for Quirktastic, but then I also have these, um, my, my coworkers that are also depending on me to be passionate about my job, which I am not. It's like, what do I do? So I prayed and was like, you know what? I'm going to call my mom during my lunch slash dinner break. And if she even, I'm going to propose to her, just let her know that I don't like my job and I'll do it in a hypothetical situation to see what she would do. And if she even hints that she thinks I should quit my job, I'm going to put in my notice. So I call her up and we're talking about other stuff. Um, just anything under the sun, family problems, family issues, blah, blah, blah. And then before we get off the phone, I just asked her, like, so, like, what would you do if you were working a job that you just weren't passionate about, that you just, like, you knew that you probably couldn't afford it because of debt with student loans and credit cards, but the thought of going to work just made you so depressed to where you felt like you were being pressed into your mattress every time you got up. I wasn't that dramatic, but that's kind of how I felt. But I proposed it in a more objective way, just to be like, what What do you, what do you think about this? 
And my mom said, oh, girl, you need to quit that job. No, no, you need to quit that job. And those were not the words that I was expecting to hear. I was expecting her to say, well, like, what's your financial situation look like? Um, Do you have a savings? Do you have this or that in plan? Like, how are you going to do this? How, how, how? But it wasn't any of that. It was like, oh, no, there's no reason for you to be there if you were this unhappy. And after that, (laughs) I mentally made the decision to quit my job. And then two days later on a Sunday, I turned in my notice. I actually because I I did a um, I did a newsletter for the people that are on my newsletter to let them know that I quit my job. But then I actually went to my job after I sent it and did like the actual (laughs) the actual quitting of my job, like where I put in my notice and they didn't see it until like later that week because it was like during the weekend. But I still was like, there it goes. So, oh, I feel like I just said a mouthful. But yeah, um, so to my original point how has life been since I quit my job and do I regret it? Um, absolutely not. Things have not been the easiest, I will say, but that's expected when you do quit your job, especially when you're not (laughs) as prepared as I was. Like when I tell you that I quit with, I quit, I quit with a plan, but not a very concrete plan. And I definitely wish that I would have saved more before I quit however things like when they tell you that the universe opens up for you like (laughs) it'll open up in ways that you don't expect it and you'll be tested in ways that you don't expect and people don't talk enough about the test like they say like yes like the process trust the process but people don't really go into depth about the test that happened and when I say test I mean literal like there is something that you are being tested for and you're going to keep getting that. You're going to keep getting tested until you pass. And that's something that I didn't really understand until now. Um, Like there were a few issues with the types of people that I let into my life, as well as some like the way that I thought about money and things that I'm still being tested on. Like I'm coming to you guys out here. Like I'm not, past it I'm still going through it but I'm at a point now to where I can reflect as opposed to writing angrily in my diary about these tests that I'm going through (laughs) and I mean that's real like I I feel like some people they'll wait and you'll have this magnificent um autobiography of like how they got through but like I guess in the meantime in between time you don't really know what's going on with a person that kind of just seems like they just came out of nowhere. So um, I did want to just share with you guys that I'm being tested. And I feel like if someone else is also out there being tested, recognize the test. Um, please do so that you can pass them and move on from them. And I'll tell you guys some of the tests that I've been working through. Uh, one of them is asking for help. And because I've never been a good person for asking for help. I'm the oldest person in, uh, among the three siblings that I have, or I guess my twin brothers, and then I make the third. But 
so I'm the oldest. Um, I told you I've been working forever. I'm usually very independent. So the thought of asking anyone for help, it just, like, I feel like I'm bothering them. And I'm just like, no, like, I can figure this out on my own. I'm not going to ask anyone for help. And God is like, oh, oh okay. Oh, you think you're not going to have to ask anyone for help? Oh, I'm going to put you in situations to where you have no choice but to ask someone for help. And I've been put in those situations and um, all pride goes away. Like, all pride goes away when you go through this journey and it has to like you literally have to have a death of ego when you're going through this journey if you want to come out on the other side and that's I guess the biggest lesson that I've been learning like I've always considered myself a very humble person like I'm not out there bragging like this is what I'm doing and blah 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 like all the time like I just made a personal Instagram like maybe like two weeks ago just because I'm not like I mean and like, and like people use Instagram for other reasons so I'm not gonna like go into that but um I've had to ask people for help even financial help even help of like how they were able to do something and things like that and it's just things that I never thought that I would be doing or like asking someone to connect me to someone else I know some people I know some of y'all out there are real good at doing this and I'm just, I don't know, it's just, it's not one of my strengths. So I feel like I've been tested and I've been, and I've seen just through that, the way that I know that I'm being tested is because with each situation, I've come out better for it. Um, Or I've at least survived, you know? Like, I didn't crash and burn and give up. Quirktastic is still up and running. (laughs) And my staff is still happy, at least I think. (laughs) So, um, but yeah. And I've also learned through this just the amount of groundwork that I put into place before I quit that I didn't even realize that I was doing. And that's through personal connections, like genuine personal connections. Like, I know some people out here, it's like, oh, it's all about who you know. And in a sense it is, but it's, like, not forced. Like, I don't know how it happens, but, like, genuinely, like, it, like it has to be genuine. Like, I've never received anything from going out on Facebook and saying, oh, let, let's, let's network or let's connect or I've gotten uh, emails like, let's see what our synergies are like. <laughs> like, I've never sent an email like that or anything and gotten something substantial from it like that's not how like I've never gotten anything life-changing from trying to pick someone's brain or like trying to do like I don't know a greasy way of just like getting to know someone just for what they have or what I what I think they have and um like even people like I see people trying to do it with me like they'll slide into my dms and stuff and like i'm i'm i mean i'm not the type like oh like you want what i have blah blah like i'm i'm so i'm so willing to help people sometimes it's even to my detriment (laughs) like i'm just like oh you want to know how i do this yeah yeah i'll tell you how like i mean i I, and i've learned from that too that i can't just do that but i've always been that type of person that's like oh yeah yeah we can we can do this together and i still do believe that but there's just tact to it that needs to be there but 
um, the way that I have gotten life-changing opportunities or things that have just saved my ass is from being genuine and helping other people come up. Like, in the most genuine way, like, supporting people and just to see how they've come back around and supported me. Like, I... Oh, man, like, when I think about it, I'm just like, wow, like, I never would have saw this coming. Like, it's people that weren't in those positions before to help me that then, because we supported each other, they got the courage to take their leap or to pursue a certain field to where, like, or, like, grow their business even more or, like, I don't know, like, the confidence from it to where they've been like you know like now I'm in this position and it just comes naturally there's not like oh I gotta pay you back but it's like you know what this person they they've built this amazing thing like you should look at them and like I've gotten so many opportunities where it's just like I'm looking like how god like what like I didn't even see this person for this like when I when I first knew them they weren't in this powerful position or like somewhat they didn't know this person but then they happened to run into them and thought about me because of the genuine relationship that we had or just I don't know it's it's hard to explain but like I guess my point is like you if you being the most genuine person that you can be and like getting to know people because you genuinely want to know them and supporting people even when like like, I don't know, like, they're, uh, it's just difficult, because you have some people to where it's, like, you want to support them, but it's just, like, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know if you're going to do anything with this, but, like, you'll know, like, when you have genuine connections, and, like, don't go in and expecting it, like, that's the thing, like, you can't really expect it, like, I've never gotten anything from being greasy, <laughs> and I say greasy, does anyone else use that term, greasy? Like, I don't know, just, like, shady or just, like, not shady, but, like, when I say greasy, I think of, like, the greasy businessman that's just, like, going in, like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work this to my best benefit. But, um, but, yeah, just being genuine and seeing how that's changed, like, that, but that also comes from, like, being connected to other genuine people, like, you really have to protect your energy. I know that's, like, the big thing now, but, like, you really do have to protect your energy, and you can't be around people that are draining you. Um, ladies, sorry, sorry, I'm about to curse. Ladies, you cannot be hanging around fuck boys because they will drain you of your energy and try to take you for all that you're worth. Guys, I'm also gonna curse. You can't be hanging around fuck girls either, because they will also drain you of your energy and all of your resources. So now that that's out there, um, just for people in general in your life, you can feel like if you ever feel an uneasy feeling, like you need to pay attention to that. Like that that little feeling in your stomach to where it's just like, oh, this, uh, I don't know. Like whenever this person like texts me, I feel this weird little feeling or like, whenever like I don't know like I just don't get the best vibes from this person or like I know I should leave them alone but I'm lonely or I don't know I don't know what people go through I just know what I go through but I would definitely say listening to that little feeling 
is so important like oh I wish I could like like in everything though in everything in life like not even just with people but like I don't know I feel like that little feeling is something that it's like a gift that we're given that needs to be strengthened over time and like you have to determine like I think the reason that it's so difficult is because that little feeling that you get kind of resembles what fear feels like but um it it's different and it's stronger or once you work it over time it's stronger so like there's a feeling to where it's like it'll tell you like yes like this is what you're supposed to be doing or no this is not what you're supposed to be doing and you have to like distinguish that from fear so I think uh, I've been working on strengthening that and it's just been it's been working I don't know uh, wonders for my life just listening and that's another thing um I know like I hope this doesn't sound super rambly I'm not used to doing episodes by myself but I I thought it was necessary to do this one just because a lot of people do have questions about quitting your job and um but yeah what was I gonna say see this is why I can't because <laughs> like I'm also a little bit um ADD as well but it is all good but yeah um oh yeah no I remember so another thing that I would say is just with this entrepreneurial journey um comes a lot of insecurity like insecurities from you will pop up as well as the fact that like you have to pay your bills and trust me it is hard so hard to be any bit of creative or dependable responsible when you are struggling financially and for the most part I mean like you're gonna have a time unless you're super smart and well connected already like there's there's a good chance that you're gonna have a time to where it's you're like financially in the shitter where it's just like I it's hard for me to focus on anything right now I'm gonna do whatever I can to pay just rent this month like not even like I don't want anything fancy like I just want to pay rent and like maybe keep my phone on you know like you're gonna have you might have times like that and with times like that it's easy for you to do things that are against your character or like get so worked up to where you can't focus on anything but I gotta make this money I gotta make this money oh I don't care I gotta make this money and in times like those whenever you get them I say to just take the day or take some time to just be silent to silence yourself from your email silence yourself from your thoughts like your thoughts of like I need to do this I need to do that blah 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 blah. like you're gonna run yourself crazy like you need to just take a day a a silent day and um a wise woman told me that she takes a silent day each month to where it's like no one in her family can like talk to her or make her do anything she just stays silent and that's like her her one day a month and she's a powerful woman and um so it made me think and I tried it one day and I just got so much clarity like things that I had been praying for like that this had to happen I no longer wanted because I had the clarity that I needed to realize that it wasn't the opportunity for me 
And it just came from doing something simple as being quiet, from like not calling my best friend, not seeing what people are doing on Facebook, not being on Instagram, like not being in my email, not being in my personal thoughts of what I thought I could and couldn't do and shouldn't, shouldn't do. And like I just took the day to be silent and to listen. And just from there, the right thoughts finally came. <laughs> it was like by the end of the day, because like I was still in my head, kind of. But by the end of the day, I reached the conclusion that I needed to, to uh, move forward and feel good about it and feel at peace with it as well. So um, I would definitely, I would definitely just encourage time to listen if you are going through this entrepreneurial journey. Something else that I'd say is, um, I know like there are some people that are like good into their financial journey and they have all this stuff figured out, but um, I was not. <laughs> and even with all that I've built through Quirktastic, I know a lot of people, they look at me and they're like, oh, like she's got it all figured out. Like, I want to be like her. Like, I have so many people that are just like, I'm just trying to be like you. I'm just like, well, I'm just trying to eat. So you don't want to be like this. <laughs> like, what? But um, I would say for those who are out there in their financial, I mean, in their um, entrepreneurial journal, find your, your financial uh, information and how you look at money is so important. Because even if you're not like, oh, like, I'm doing this for passion, like, I'm not, like, I, I don't want to make money, like, the dirty way, like, that's fine, you don't have to make money the dirty way, but you do have to make money, and you need to figure out what that looks like for your business that you're building. So, um, one thing is being honest with yourself about the money coming in and the money coming out, and that's something that I had not done like I kind of been and it sounds so like it's so financially irresponsible for me to even like <laughs> I'm like I feel kind of embarrassed even admitting this but like the financials when it came to Quirktastic like I was just like oh like I mean I'm able to pay my staff and I'm able to pay this or whatever like I'm good like I'll I'm, I'm fine like I I know about how much comes in I know like about how much like I'm spending on such and such like it's it's fine I'll just get to that during like when I need to and that is so wrong like so wrong like so I'll tell you guys what I did I um and I encourage anyone out there who is like kind of in the dark about their financial situation or wanting to make more money like you need to do this so I just did a simple I used like a google google doc and I created tables on the Google Doc. So I have like, and I broke it down by month. So each month, and I started back in January. So each month has a revenue table to where it's like the day that the revenue came in, um, what the revenue source was and how much it was. Then I totaled that. Then I did another one for expenses. And with my expenses table, I had one for like the day that I that I withdrew um, what it was for as well as the category that it fell into and the category is exp um is important so like category could be like like say like you have a website so like your website hosting and like your domain name and like um things that are like monthly occurrences like for me soundcloud's one um 
just like uh, different things like that, like anything with Google, um, those are utilities. Like, even because like if you have an online business, you're not gonna have lights that you need to keep on, but you need to keep your site on. <laughs> so those are utilities. So those went under the utility, um, under the utility category. And then I had one for travel because I travel a lot for business or meetings. So like gas and stuff that went under travel. Um, hotel expenses went under travel. Um, and then, like, when I'm meeting with clients, we'll do, like, lunches, or, like, if I meet with my staff that's local, we'll do lunches, so, like, that went under the meals category, um, and then, like, sometimes I'll do, like, like, for the quirk shop, I have to order different mock-ups, or, or, like, different, um, samples of the different clothing that we have, so that went under supplies, and then, like, other supplies that I'll need, too, like, the binder that I needed to make my expense report <laughs> um, that went under supplies and then like if I do an event um, I have like a separate event category as well but I just did the different categories and advertising so advertising is anything like Facebook ads or like if you use any of those Instagram tools or um, if you pay someone for that, like that one under there. And then I had one for staff, like staff contracts is what I called it. So just basically if I ever hire, um, like the staff contracts that I have that makes up the quirk team. So they went under that, like my writers and brand manager and stuff, as well as like if I ever hire like a photographer or if I need, um, a freelancer from Fiverr, or um, anything like that, then I'll I'll put that under staff contracts. So I have these different categories, and then I also have the amount that I did for each one. So that was so those are my two tables so far. So I have the revenue coming in, expenses, what's going out. Then I did another table that um, totaled everything up. So it's like um, revenue for for January, expenses for January, and then it's like the net income. For that so that was another table then I did one more table which I thought was the most important one and it broke all of my expenses down by percentages so like it showed me what percent out of all the 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 income or all of the expenses or whatever how much of that was going to my staff how much of that was going to travel meals supplies utilities advertising and that is something that I encourage everyone to do because it'll show you like why something is not working or why something is working. For example, and I'm getting so real with you guys, like please don't judge me. <laughs> please don't because I'm being so honest. But there is one month um, that I was just, um, I just remember that month because I was like, wow, like you know, like, sell, sales are down, like, views are down on the site, like, what is going on? So then once I did the breakdown, it all made sense. It's like, wow, this month, I only spent less than 1% out of everything, less than 1% on advertising, yet my meal budget <laughs> was, like, almost 20%. And I was like, whoa, something has to change. Like, there's no reason that I should be spending this much on, on meals whenever I'm meeting up with people or traveling or whatever for business when I can't even spend 
1% on advertising that month. So it made sense. It's like, oh, that's why you didn't sell anything. Because no one knew that you existed that month. And um, But yeah, so I'm going to stop bashing myself and just get back to why it's important. It's just important to like help you see what's working as well as where you need to cut back. And um, it helps you just come up with a game plan of like what to do. And that, uh, that leads me, I guess, really well into my next point of something that I want to do better. Um, it's just action, like coming up with action plans, which is funny because like I do them for other people all the time. People are like, oh, like I really want to launch this or oh, like I'm trying to do this project. Like what? Um, like I, I just don't know how to get there. And I come up with action plans for them where I'm like, OK, like you have this end date of when you want to launch or you have this end date of when you want to perform say you're like an artist or you have this date that you want to have this accomplished so let's break down from like now you have 10 weeks so what are you going to do between uh now and then those 10 weeks what are you going to do every single week so then um for other people I'd use like a google doc and I just break it down by each week week one two three all the way through whenever their goal is and put down the dates as well and then I just break down each category of like what they need to be focusing on so like there'll be like a social media category so like this week what exactly are you going to do are you focusing on Instagram this week so you're going to post these pictures you're going to try to create a gif you're going to do a video like I get specific super specific because that's what you have to do sometimes And then I'll do, like, a content one, like, so, like, what are you going to do with this? Like, and just breaking it down and, like, what little tasks that you need to be, that need to be done so that you can move on to the next week ahead. So coming up with an action plan is so important, especially when um, you are an entrepreneur and you don't have anyone paying you. You need to come up with an action plan. So, and that's actually what I'm going to do for me once we get off of this podcast episode it's just come up with a better action plan because right now I um I kind of take it day by day which has like its advantages definitely but also disadvantages with like the bigger picture but um right now I just write everything down and it, it works for me it's like I write down everything that needs to be done um and then I also make I guess like a sub list of things that I need to get accomplished that day in order to feel like I've achieved something you know so um but yeah that's that's what I've been doing um yeah moving forward I I think a lot of my success is going to just depend on how well I'm able to handle my own psychology like it is so important to be in the right mindset so that you make smart decisions when you're going through this So if anyone else is out there that's thinking about taking the leap or is already has taken the leap and feels like they are falling, it is normal, but don't wallow in that too much. Um, I know I've found myself before getting in like, I guess like timber tantrum, like pity parties for myself. I'm just like, why? Like, why is everyone else succeeding? Like, why? Why am I not? um, further ahead. It's like, I'm working hard. I know that I'm working harder. Like I'm, I'm working harder than I've ever worked before. Like, and I'm doing all these things that people aren't doing. And like, 
I'm doing all this, like, why, why am I still struggling? Like, this makes no sense. And then, like, I'll just get all down about it and be like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. And just, like, what if I just fell off the face of the earth? Would anyone even notice? Like, I don't know. I get all crazy. (laughs) But, um, I think it's just important to, like, express how you're feeling, but then realize, like, you've got this. Like, you've got it because, first off, the country that you live in, like, where we live, like, down to us isn't the same as down to someone else. Like, and there are so many resources that just need to be found by us and, like, different pivots that we can make that, like, those little pivots, like, I I still haven't figured out all of my pivots that I need to make, but I know that there are little tweaks and little pivots I can make that would completely change the trajectory of Quirktastic. And, um, yeah, I think you need to just stay focused on that. Like, just know, like, but then also don't, don't be looking for, like, a silver bullet. Don't be like, oh, like, this is going to be, like, the be-all, end-all. Like, once I drop this awesome post or once I create this product, like, boom, like, I won't have to struggle ever again. It's like, no, it is a continual thing. Like, you're going to have to continuously work at things and, like, promote yourself and be out there for things to happen. There's not just, like, a drop it, it catches on, and then, like, you sit back and relax. Because I've had months where it's, like, I've almost made, like, a million page views because I went viral for something. But it's, like, I'm not there now. (laughs) And it's, like, because it doesn't last. Like, you need to continuously put yourself out there. And it doesn't stop. And, like, you, like, the problems just get different. But then it's also about the way that you approach the problems and just knowing that, like, you can get through it. So, um, yeah, that's what I'd say about that. I know I've been rambling for a lot, and this it kind of makes me feel uncomfortable to ramble, but hopefully <laughs> hopefully it helps someone. I guess this was just, like, my out here story to tie it all in together to let you guys know that even though I've been gone for a minute that I have been staying out here, and I hope that you guys are too, but, um, moving forward, I definitely do want to see, um, with Outdoor University, I, I think I want, I, I've had a lot of people ask me more about the behind the scenes of Quirktastic, so I definitely want to show you guys more about that, and then also with me moving to Atlanta, Um, I definitely will be in a new area with new creatives, so I definitely see some guest posts or some guest interviews in the future, so I'm excited about that, but if you guys ever have any suggestions, definitely just let us know. You know where to find me on social media. You can always email me at editor at quirktastic.co if you have any suggestions of someone for the podcast, and I feel good about it, but yeah. Let me guys, let me know what you guys think about this episode and where you are in your journey. If you feel like you want to take the leap or if you're happy where you're at. Um, either way, I just want to know what you guys are up to. So um, thanks so much for spending this last amount of time listening to me ramble and I'll see you guys next week.